You're listening to Nick Luck Daily. This edition is brought to you by Fitzdares, by the Racehorse Owners Association, and by Thoroughbred Racing Commentaries Global Rankings. Hi everyone, welcome to Nick Luck Daily. It's Thursday the 10th of August. Tom Stanley in for Nick, joined by broadcaster Jane Mangan. We'll be joined by no less than four trainers, I think, in the podcast to talk about runners between this weekend. Also casting an eye over York in a couple of weeks' time. But um, we can start with a bit of reflection, first of all, Jane, if you if you don't mind, because this is the first time we've had you on since the double G's last week, Goodwood and Galway. Who knew Goodwood didn't get through the, the full race programme and Galway did. Uh, how did you enjoy your days over at Galway? Well, the double G's are a bit of a blur now. The good was a blur because it was all done in a bit of a haze. Uh, the rain was biblical and I didn't envy you guys as I watched on to see Paddington um, do what he did in the Sussex and uh, Blue Rose send knock it off the rail <laughs> in the Nassau and a number of other instances. We were trying to watch the coverage while we were uh, bringing our own coverage in Galway. Uh, Galway's uh, it, it's a bit of a haze for a different sense it's seven days and uh, it is a battle of the of the stamina laden people shall we say it's definitely a case of you have to pace yourself to get through the week um, what I will say is uh, one thing I will take away from the week is not in terms of a star equine performance there was many of those but it's a pr- proof every year at Galway that we do not run our horses enough Um we see handicappers, I mean, battle-hardened handicappers. They run maybe Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and they will turn out maybe twice or three times in the same week. And not only do many of them run on par with their first run, but some of them actually improve. Brazil pulled up in the in the Galway hurdle. He came out and won the very next day a flat handicap. Uh, okay, some people might say he was pulled up wisely when his chance was gone, so he was preserved for the next day. Well, teed up one on the Monday. He, he came back, he was beaten a couple of days later in a, in a flat handicap, and then he won on the Sunday. So there's a horse that could have won three. He won twice and was second. And Emmett Mullins did the same at Malbay Madness, having been beaten on his first run of the week. He came back on the Sunday and went one better. So if there's anything we learned from Galway is that maybe those battle-hardened handicappers, do we mind them too much? I know some of them, some horses love Galway and they'll relish that, that hill, but... Uh, Every year we talk about horses backing up quickly and uh, I wonder why we don't do it more often. Well, Jessica Harrington is going to be backing up one of her Galway runners pretty quickly in the Shergar Cup this weekend. I spoke to her a little bit earlier on. We we do touch on that, but um, we were centering on Give Me the Beat Boys. I spoke to her before declarations and started by asking if the plan was to declare for the Phoenix. The plan is at the moment, Tom, but it's, it's all ground dependent. Uh, you know, if we get the moment... If the ground is good to yielding, I'd like the ground to go to good, preferably. Mm. And that's what I would like it to get to. So anything anything worse than that? If there's soft in the going description, it, it, it's unlikely he'd line up? Is that <laughs> well, so? he might not. He probably won't run, yeah. Okay. Um, reflect on, on Ascot, if you if you can, for me. Obviously, yeah, he wasn't beaten far in the end. He wasn't beaten far. Um, and, you know, look, probably race wasn't quite run the way he, we, we know he wanted it to run uh, but, but those, you know, those things happen mm. uh, what's, he, what's he like? Did he get a little warm beforehand? Is he, is, he, is he pretty mature? What's he like? 
And um, obviously that 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 stiff finish, he you know he 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 was if you like caught a little late. Do you think this will suit him at the weekend? We won't make quite so much use of him either. You won't make quite so much use of him. Understood. Okay. Well, fingers crossed he runs. Um, you're sending a few yeah. over to to Ascot, are you for the for the Shergar Cup? I am Shergar Club. I was very lucky there last year, so I'm going back for a repeat performance. Is it is it something you you like to have runners at by and large? It obviously is. I do. Yes. Because I think it's it, they're, 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 you know, and I like to support it, and they're good races. And uh, you know, only 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 twelve you know runners in each race, so it's you know, it's a great opportunity for a horse. Uh, okay, so very quickly, the very man you would imagine will have better ground than than Galway just a, a, a week or so yeah. ago. Yeah, he, yeah, uh, he look, he's a good, consistent horse. I know he's got a bit of age about him, but he's a good, consistent horse, and he does the job. Um, Jungle Cove's been over to the to went over to Epsom uh, this I year. Think, I don't think he'll get in. He won there last year. I think uh, for a repeat, but you know, I, I don't think he'll get in. Okay, shame. And Satin, she be, she's intended. Satin, she'll definitely, she'll definitely, she's nice filly, nice three old filly, stays well. Um, and she, she, you know, she won well last time. At, uh, at Killarney, she did indeed. Um, yeah. Great stuff. Uh, um, appreciate your time. Good luck at the weekend. Thanks ever so much. All right. Thanks a lot, Tom. Jane, what's the the field then for the for the Phoenix Stakes before you come on to the chances of Give Me the Beat Boys? We have seven runners declared. That's two more than last year's five runner field that Little Big Bear beat Bradzell and Persian Force in. Uh, Buccaneer Fuerte looks like the opposition um, to Jessica Harrington and Bally Doyle and Donica O'Brien. Actually, Buccaneer Fuerte, obviously the Railway Stakes winner that beat unquestionable. Unquestionable will be the first string of Bally Doyle. They obviously feel that they are relishing a a rematch with Adrian Murray's Star Colt. Um, the two of them looks like they might be top of the market here. Aiden also declared His Majesty the first flyer winner who's placed in a number of stakes races since but was well beaten in the railway stakes. Give me the beat, boys, as Jessica has alluded to already. We haven't seen him since uh, since Ascot, but he was a very good winner of the Marble Hill before that and is a very exciting call for them. And the filly down the bo- bottom, not to be forgotten, Porta Fortuna, the winner of the Albany stakes. Oshin Murphy's jocked up by Donica O'Brien. She's three from three in her career so far. And uh, while she's got a bit to find on ratings, I wouldn't dismiss her either. And as touched on on the pod yesterday, I think that means that Nick in his his uh, guesstimations was correct that um, Aiden would rely on unquestionable here to to try and depose um, Buccaneero Fuerte. Uh, this means River Tiber goes to the morning. I think that, is that right? That's what Aiden suggested. That would be, seem to be the case. I think Aiden spoke to, to Nick and, and gave him what he was thinking. Um, the idea uh, obviously might be that they feel that, that they can turn it around with Buccaneer Fuerte if they feel like he's the main opposition. But as I said, the filly looks very good. Uh, Porta Fortuna, she beat Matrika at Ascot and Matrika has subsequently come out and won impressively since. Give me the beat boys ran a really good race in the Coventry up until maybe 100 yards from the line where he weakened a little bit. Before that, he was a course and distance winner in a, in a group tree at the Curra. so uh, he he's I hope the rain stays away for his chances uh, and but for all of their chances realistically they all want good ground to maybe be, be seen at their very best um, but yeah I'm looking forward to it it's actually a free entry for all 
uh, to the Curra um, on Saturday. So very much looking forward to that. We've got the Phoenix Sprint Stakes. Not not a surprise. Michael Dodds is sending over Comanche Falls again because time and time again, but particularly this season, the Irish have been put in their place with sprinters. We are not as good as the British when it comes to sprinters. So with prize money on offer and another group three prize up for grabs, Michael Dodds and Connor Beasley are coming back with Comanche Falls. Got a couple of interesting maidens. Um there's a Frankel brother to Broom and uh, Point Lonsdale in the opening race. There's a, a Sayuni out of Sapa Inca. There's there's a lot of well-bred maidens in, in the first and second race. So that'll be interesting. Uh, there's something out of Finchgale Bjorn there as well by Camelot. So the, the Saturday card, if people are around the vicinity of Kildare, you could do worse than popping in because you won't get charged at the gate. And finally, Jessica Harrington was. I wish I'd spoken to you before I spoke to her because you said, did you ask her about sizing John? And I and I didn't, but he is lining up uh, this weekend, Jane, at the um, Dublin Horse Show, yes? Yes, hot favourite for Saturday's racehorse, the Riding Horse class at uh, Dublin Horse Show. Sizing John's won two shows, I believe, already this year around the country. Could he take the biggest one? Uh, Kate Harrington is going to ride him and she's a, he, look, he's already been a, a superstar. Three Gold Cups and um in one season of course and uh he's he's a good looking he's always been doing dressage even from his days of being with henry de bromhead so he's there i think duvan line up there i think ranetti is in the in the running as well maybe woodland opera so it's it's um it's an interesting class it's a pity i can't find the entries for it anywhere um but it is one that all oh, we all try and get up to, to the RDS to watch. I was at the RDS yesterday and it's just I guys you guys have Olympia. We have the RDS in August and it is just brilliant. Such a good atmosphere. Uh from twelve two ponies to older Irish draft. It is just everything about horses and everything that is right about horses and I do enjoy it. But that's the that's the opportunity for the older uh retired racehorses to strut their stuff and hopefully uh, in the atmosphere that it is, the RDS is a little bit of a pressure cooker. I'd imagine Size and John would be well used to that. That's the Keenan Phoenix stakes done. We also on Sunday have the uh, Pre-Jacqueline Marwa, where uh, Kevin Ryan is going to be double-handed, as he told me a little bit earlier on. Uh, both horses are travelling. Um, you know, they both... They, Hyrile, he's in good form and um, he, the grounds will be drying up quite nicely for him and also like triple time. Um, obviously looking forward to running him um, after his good good, good win at, at Royal Ascot. But uh, both horses will take the chance. Uh, great stuff. Well, let's let's dig a bit deeper then with triple time if we can. The neck defeat of in, in Spiral at Ascot um, was a very much a career best. We were you sort of half expecting something like that or did it take you by surprise? Not, uh, not really. We, we've always held him in the highest regard. Um, the only time, his only um, poor run was uh, in France on, on real deep ground uh, when he missed the break and just got him behind. And, you know, apart from that, his, his form was um, rock solid mm. and um, we always felt he, he was top class right from his two-year-old days. And... Um, you know he 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 worked very well uh, up to Ascot. W- would have probably liked to have run him before Ascot. It was always in the back of your mind had I done enough with him. Um, and um, but on the day he um, you know, he had to dig deep and he he you know he he really had to tough it out to the line. He's obviously won on a a, a couple of 
season reappearances for all last year was a bit of a curtailed season for him do, do you still think he can take a step forward for the run at Ascot? Oh for sure you know I mean he, he's um, definitely he's got the freshness out of him which was um, and he's really uh, relaxed in his work at home and he's bound to have come on for that run it was a hard thing to do to go to Royal Ascot and, and win first time mm. um, but um, you know it just shows what a class horse he is would you, you reference Longchamp and, and, and the run on, on very soft ground? Would deep ground worry you going forward for him? Uh, not not particularly. It's just I think that date was uh, very very testing, and but I, I'm not so sure it was the ground as such. If, you know, he missed the break, and then he, he sort of had to revert to a different plan, and it was a plan that didn't work. He had to try and hang on to him, and he was quite keen, and um, he was sort of on the heels of horses and never relaxed, and. Um, you know, it just all went, went wrong from the stalls. So we just basically drew a line through that. And, and you know, um, obviously he, he, he didn't have hardly any racing last year. He picked up an eagle, which we we gave him plenty of time to get over. We probably gave him three times the amount of time because we held the horse in such high regard and, and, and just felt that concentrating this season with him. And it was just good to get that run at Haydock at the back end. Mm. Um, and it's, it just sets up nicely for this year. Uh, have you thought about how the season pans out and what else you'd like to do with him off the back of Sunday? Well, obviously, um, he'll have an entry on Champions Day. Um, but I think we get get this weekend out of the way and then we'll, we'll just pan out the, the, the rest of the campaign for him then. Um, Hi, Royal. You mentioned, obviously... Um, Ran at Deauville last time over the seven. Uh, I mean, the, the the Irish Guineas form reads pretty well, doesn't it? Were you? Did you come away from France disappointed? Well, he sort of he sort of went pear shaped out of stalls. He sort of got his head round and got left. Um, and then when you're dropping back to seven forums and and you get left as well, you're you're sort of on the back foot straight away. Um, you know we. We give it a try. It means a horse, I think, will probably um, get 10 furlongs. So maybe coming back to seven was a bit of a mistake on my behalf. Um, didn't work out. You know, hindsight is great. But uh, he's in great form. He's freshened up well and he's physically doing very, very well. The second half of the year, he's improving all the time physically. So you'd hope there's, there's plenty more to come from him. And, you know, he is still ra- lightly raised. Uh, I take it Neil rides triple time and who rides high royal? Uh, William Buick rides uh, High Rail and obviously Neil retains the ride on triple time. Okay, great stuff. Appreciate your time. Good luck at the weekend. Lovely, thank you. How's that shaping up on paper, Jane, the Jacques Lamar? Well, there's 12 left in it, uh, Tom, and to I just cannot fathom why the racing posts don't have any field up yet on their site. If you tri- click on triple time, the only entry that he's seems to have isn't the QE2 but of course he's probably going to run this Sunday um, go on to France Gallo you have the the most recent confirmations which I think should be headed by Big, Big Rock he's down the bottom of the list but Big Rock on his run in the Prix de Jockey Club back to a mile will be very interesting Mahaba Yasinafi the, the classic winner uh, for um, the Schultz Yard of Jabber Abdullah Colours he's a very good horse we mentioned uh, triple time and high road Royal Light Inventory's in there. I'm keen to find out if Onesto is going to run. I believe you put in a message to the trainer. Yeah, I've been I've been blue tick, Jane. I won't lie. Um, bet it doesn't happen to Lucky. 
No, I bet it doesn't. But he might come back before the end of the before the end of the recording. If he doesn't, we'll get it out there because it'll be interesting to see if Onesto comes back. He was such a good quote last year. Has there, he's got two in he's got two in the race um but this did anything come to light Rionesto? and i haven't found anything but um obviously he's he's not been seen since japan at the back end of last season he was declared for the beginning of the season i think frankie was down to ride him in in one of those group ones was it the dispahan or the gane but um he he was an, a late non runner so there obviously was an intention to run him there and hopefully we get him back for the autumn campaign you mentioned uh, Fabrice Chappé's other runner is good guess uh, potentially his other three-year-old running in uh, in the race so let's see how that shapes up but as I said I would re-emphasize if the racing post can give me a good reason as to why they don't have this card on their website I'd love to hear it because if I click on a horse quickly to find out where their future entries are and a horse is in a group one in four days time and it's not listed under their name I personally don't think that's good enough uh yeah I think I'll, I'll let you call it three days time to be honest um and it's um yeah it's just around the corner I was quite taken with Kevin Ryan's comments on triple time saying that you know, he, he he feels that there there will be more to come for the asset success where sort of how do you where is he in the the tree of older milers or just milers do you think yes he, esta- he probably has to establish himself a little bit more Kevin has always believed in him we've only seen him seven times uh we've only seen this year and it's you know Ascot is a is a memory now and we we look forward to to the autumn campaign and those big races so as I said if you if you look at these entries maybe the attention will will be to to go to the QE2 at the end of the year but th- he, he kind of needs to to re-establish himself now he was good beating in spiral but uh that was her first run of the year again he needs to confirm that form and more if he's going to establish himself as one of the best around because that was his first run in a group one it was a successful one but now you, you need to back it up in this day and age, really. And if he's to live up to the to the reputation that his trainer has given him as one of the best he's trained, then I, I will be expecting big things because Kevin Ryan has trained some good horses. Well, I thought we could um, check in with Owen Burrow as well, are we, a few weeks after the, the brilliant day he had between Ascot and York with Val Flayler and Hookum and, and just see if any firm plans have been made. I think... Am I right, Owen, that the Hukum is the plan has always been straight to Longchamp for the Arc? Yeah, exactly. I think um, you know it, it was a it was a tough enough race there at Ascot, um, and obviously you know prep wise, you would probably have to go over to France for one of their you know uh, Arc trials. So just felt we didn't really need to be doing that um twice within two months you know uh as i touched on you know i I think we're pretty confident we can we can get him ready at home um so uh you know just gives me obviously a couple of weeks to just just tick him over and assess him after ascot and and uh then then we can just bring him up quietly to to october Mm. and the assessment so far is all good nothing to worry about Touch wood, yeah. I don't like tempting fate, nope. but uh, yeah, initial initial signs are that he's fine. You know, yeah, all good. I don't like tempting fate either, but you've had your you've you've had your fair share of bad luck with horses. I've got them back, so fingers crossed for no more. Um, yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. I don't like saying too much. Exactly. <laughs> um, and Al Flayler was another one of those. Obviously, you've got back. Do, do you know where he will run next, Owen? 
So it's it's not a hundred percent confirmed. Obviously, he's in the he's in the Judmont, but uh, you know Shadwell have mustered out. Mm. So I think if conditions are, are all in his favour as such, I don't. You know, I, I think there's probably no point in running the pair of them. Uh, so it has been touched on that. You know, we we may have a look at the Irish champion. Um, obviously, you would need supplementing for that. But I think uh, Sheikh Hesir is is happy to do that if we're you know if we're happy with the horse then and and uh, and you know it, it it could well be his his next option. You know. So that's a that's sort of a couple of weeks off the top of my head after when the Judmont would have been. So it gives you an exactly. extra couple of weeks. The Judmont, I think, was two weeks yesterday, and then it's the I think it's uh, Saturday the 9th of September. Mm. So again, timing wise, he he's another one that initially looks fine. You know, he's come out of uh, York really well, um, but uh, yeah, it actually then just gives me another another couple of weeks to um, yeah to to give him. But as I say, if 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 God, you know, I'm not saying anything, but ground-wise, might go against Mustard if mm. it suddenly got very wet. Uh, our lad, obviously, one on good to soft up at York there. Um, but look, at, yeah, at the moment, the the plan is not to run the pair of them. Sure. Um, and we could look to go to to Ireland, but leave him in the Jubmon just in case, etc. Exactly, et cetera, et cetera. just yeah. in case. Yeah, okay. exactly, exactly. Great. Thanks for the update. Good luck with them both. Cheers, Owen. No problem. Yeah, you know, is telling us there that well, like, we we knew that Hakum was was um, almost certainly straight to the arc, and Al Flayla then um, likely to head over to Ireland, which would be good for the race. Yeah, very much. Look, anything that's coming to our champion stakes, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Uh, I expected my Prospero to win the Sky Bet York Stakes last time, and he was put in his place by this guy. Uh, he's obviously a horse that's just improving, um, and I wouldn't underestimate him. But it's very much contingent on other Shadwell plans for York as well. So I can un- completely understand that. They're all one team and uh, they'll decide maybe next week what the final running order will be. But the Irish Champion Stakes is a Whirlpool event. It's worth a lot of money. And uh, I would argue to anyone that it's the best race run, best flat race run in Ireland uh, all year. So hopefully it does attract a nice international field of the best quality. It probably was on ratings last year, wasn't it? Luxembourg, Bedaini, Ernesto. I'm missing out one key contender who I've forgotten, but it was a monster race last year. Yeah, and not that a couple of years ago when Almanzor won it, I think, and beat found it was the best uh, race in Europe of, of that season. So there is no other race over here that will touch it. And uh, it's the, the right distance. And hopefully the race will take shape maybe after York when we see what happens in the Judmont International and races like that, because it gives them enough time to to go from there and, and come over to Ireland. We're turning our attention to York and the Group 1 Coolmore Nunthorpe Stakes. Uh, that is the next intended target for Bradsell, whose trainer joins me now. How is he, Archie? Hi, Tom. Yeah, very, very happy with him. Um, obviously, the Nunthorpe's always been the plan uh, since Ascot's the first Group 1 over five that comes up and um, been very, very happy with him in his work and he's, he's, he's really galloping well and... Um, yeah, very excited to um, very excited to go to York with them. Yeah. What What was the the difference in horse we saw between Haydock and Ascot? Was it just simply dropping back to the minimum? Yeah, I, I think it was. Yeah, he's always worked well at home, and um, you know, showing us plenty. And I, I really think it was. Um, you know, he, he was just travelling so strongly over six in those first two runs this year, and then not quite getting home. And um, you know. 
he's well able to travel at five furlong pace and hit the line hard and um i think really it was the drop in trip that's helped for sure. would the would the york five as opposed the stiff ascot five concern you at all or not i don't think so because i think he's you know he's very quick you know it wouldn't surprise me if he's the last off the bridle in the in, in the non-top even over, over that quick five you know and i've always thought that the um you know the flat five of the breeders cup which will be obviously a very quick five will suit him because he is such a strong traveler so mm. for me i you know the, the the difference between the stiffness of the tracks wouldn't bother me at all no so if we can get ahead of ourselves is it is it um is that the the, the sort of plan to go york maybe another than a breeders cup yeah, I'd say so. I'd, I'd say probably us and um, Ivor Princess have probably got the same mm-hmm. same three races in mind. So it'll be um, you know hopefully it can be some good races. But yeah, I'd, I'd say we'll go we'll go York and then the Curra uh, and, and then all being well to Santa Anita. You know that those seem to me to be the obvious races for sure. And and if um, I think last year at the Curra it came up quite testing. I know you you know back end of the summer you're not necessarily expecting that, but if it did, is he a ground dependent horse or not? He's been largely kept away from 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 easy ground anyway. Well, yeah, I mean, it hasn't been actively kept away. You know, it, it's probably just that he hasn't faced it really. I think it was on the easy side when he won on debut at York. Yes. Obviously, it was amazing, obviously, but um, no, and you know, I know from obviously. Um, you know, Tasley, his side was at William Agassiz when I was there, and he absolutely loved it. Heavy, abandoned in places, really. So, I, you know, and, until we, you know, until we go on it, um, I'd be very happy to run on it until he proves us otherwise. So, obviously, I'd, I'd prefer to just have nice, you know, good racing ground, especially you know at, at York as well. But um, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be running away from soft ground anyway until he proves us otherwise. Um, action point likely to, to head to the gym crack off the back of his Newbury win yeah I was very impressed with him at Newbury he's, he's a horse that we've always liked a lot um, you know at the beginning of the year I asked my work riders to say um, what the highest rated two year old Colt and highest rated two year old Philly would be at the end of the year before we'd run any of them and sort of action point and army ethos were the two most selected so mm. you know he, he won nicely early he disappointed in the Windsor Castle, but you know, I think you can forgive any horse a run at Ascot. You know, it's a big step up, and he was on the wrong side. But he he won nicely at Newbury and did what we thought. You know, we've always thought of him, and I think he deserves to take a chance in a gym crack. And the you know the the quick easy six should suit him well, and it'll sort of tell us where we're going in terms of whether we then go on to Middle Parks or or, or whether we go to you know Serenias and, and, and French races. You know, mm-hmm. so. It, He's in great form, and um, you know I, I hope he'd have a sort of a very solid chance in the crack. Um, I'm going to come to our ethos in a second, but what was the nominated filly? Uh, <laughs> I think the majority went for Hours of the Stars, who won nicely and ran in the Queen Mary, but she's had a setback since. So I'd imagine something else might manage to um, yeah. might manage to get higher than the eighty odd that she's been given by the handicapper. Yeah. <laughs> And poor old Army Ethos then, so injured in the commentary and, and, and he won't run again this year. Yeah, it's a massive shame. He ran such a huge race and obviously bumped into what's um, a very, very good horse in River Tiber, mm. um, ran him close. Um, he did suffer a setback in a, um, and he's just had a screw put in a, in, in a past him. And um, he took that all well and he's sound and happy now and, um, you know, we'll build him up 
up towards next spring and um, hopefully he can you know he's got loads of scope and hopefully we can build him up kind of like we did with Brad Sell this year um, there are I guess plenty of parallels between them really mm. um, build him up towards you know probably a Commonwealth Cup trial and hopefully a Commonwealth Cup next year what a shame so I've just watched the commentary back because we've had Jessica Harrington on re her horse and I you know there is an argument that your horse your horse was was a good value second because he was probably the wrong side he was exactly you know um jesse's horse you know was on the same side as as the winner and probably managed to give ryan a nice toe into it whereas about two down holly looked around and the, the rest on her side weren't coming with her so she had to sort of do it all herself and he was probably look i'm sure i'm sure the winner was probably idling a bit late on his side but you'd have liked to have seen them racing against each other wouldn't mm. you but um, he's a he's a very exciting horse. He's got loads of scope, and he's always had a lot of quality and shown us plenty. So um, you know, fingers crossed he can um, fingers crossed he can sort of confirm that next year for us. Thanks, Archie. Appreciate it. Cheers, Tom. Thank you very much. Uh, Jane, you highlighted to me some potential whip rules changes. How nice of us to bring up the the whip. You don't want to say anything about saunas, DJ. No, I don't want to say anything about saunas. It's it's been covered plenty and will be covered more, but not by me. Yes, so beginning this isn't the third red daily news today. Beginning September first this year, any horse that struck more than nine times. I hate that word. I hate the use of that word. Basically, any horse where the whip is used more than uh, nine times, nine times or more, uh, will be disqualified prior to wagers being paid out. So that's the key thing in the UK. You allowed the the, the the bets to be paid out and everybody goes home with their trophies and their pictures taken and then a couple of days later then you realise what your fate is but prior to wagers being paid out that's what France Gallo announced yesterday the new adjustment is part of the amendments to the racing code that were adopted um, in June and subsequently approved by the Minister for Agriculture since May 1st 2023 the maximum number uh, allowed in France uh, has been four so the maximum allowed is four, but if you use it nine times or more, you will be disqualified immediately. So there you go. The French are not taking, there's no gray areas there, black and white, in or out. And, and the, the, I mean, that's quite a way over that you'd have to go. That's five over as opposed to four over here. Um, so you'd you'd have to be pretty flagrant in your use of it to, to get DQ'd. But um but they're following. But it, it will probably happen. God knows. We we are we are, you know, human and things happen. But uh, it's just good that it's pretty self-explanatory there. Jane, a tip for me, us. Very good. Um, well, if anybody knows the geography of Ireland, Sligo is a long way from anywhere, and Sligo is where all the jockeys and trainers are going to today. Um, and I like in the 535, it's Mayor's Maiden Hurdle, airdrop for Gordon Elliott and Jack Kennedy. Uh, she's been placed in a couple of bumpers. This is her first time over hurdles. She's well bred. And I think that airdrop could uh, go close in the 535 at Sligo today. Jane, thanks very much. Thanks everyone at home for listening. That is Thursday, the 10th of August. Done and dusted. Bye bye. You've been listening to Nick Luck Daily, brought to you in association with Fitzdares, the Racehorse Owners Association and Thoroughbred Racing Commentary. Mm-hmm.